Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, we are back for another episode. And today I'm going to pull back the curtain and share some things that I did at the beginning of my business that I'm not too proud of, but I think that they are a great learning lesson. And I think mistakes are only lessons that they're not failure. That doesn't mean that our business is a failure, that we should just throw in the towel. It's a chance to learn and grow. And by having this podcast, it's a chance for me to share what I did and why I wish I wouldn't have done that in hopes that I can help you maybe along the way to avoid some of those mistakes on your own. So in today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing three things that I wish I wouldn't have done at the beginning of my business, three mistakes that I made in hopes that you won't make those same mistakes. I'll catch you in today's episode. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I wanna share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. If you are listening to today's episode live, the day that it airs, February 26, 2021, I want to let you in on a little secret. It is super hush-hush. I am not making a big deal about this at all, but we have opened the doors to the Freelancer to CEO Academy. We had some people who just missed the deadline last month when we opened the doors, and I wanted to let them in because I am all about learning and growing, especially at the beginning of the year, and I didn't want them to feel like they were missing out out. So we have the doors open literally just for a few more days. February 28th is when we will close the doors down. So if you want to get in and join us during this quiet round of our doors opening, then all you need to do is head to the link that's in the show notes. It's aubreymalik.com slash academy dash waitlist. I know that's tricky, especially if you're driving or you're doing something right now. That's why I linked it up for you in the show notes. Come over and join us if you have been wanting to get in on the academy where we teach you how to scale your business to 5k a month and beyond through our signature service method. You don't want to miss all the monthly goodness that goes down in there and the community is just so great, so uplifting, and you will feel super supported in your business journey. So just head on over to that link in the show notes if you want to join us. Alrighty. So three mistakes that I made when I was first getting started. I was super eager to get started and 
I know that I've shared this before that I was the kind of person that was like, anybody who wants to work with me, I'll work with you, I'll do whatever you want. And I've shared why going into it like that sometimes can kind of be stressful, right? Because I was working with a lot of different people, I didn't have any systems in place, I was focusing on one task and then moving over to another project. And you know, this in itself was a mistake, but that's not one of the three mistakes that I have for you today. The first mistake that I made that I hope that you don't do this, but you know, it can happen from time to time is that I didn't get paid up front with some of my clients. I did the old, well, I'll do some hours of work for you and then at the end of the month you can pay me or, you know, I'll do some work for you and every two weeks you can pay me. And that was a mistake. We really as freelancers should be getting paid up front before any services are rendered. And the reason for that is because that client is securing time on your calendar. You know, your business can get super busy, you can get booked up, and you wanna make sure that you have time on your calendar to devote to each client that you have. So when a client pays up front, even if you're offering hourly packages, they are securing those hours for the month on your calendar. Now, if you have a client that's like, well, I don't wanna pay for the whole month, then they could, you could offer them, well, you could pay every for every two weeks, but again, they're still paying upfront. So if they say, okay, let's break it up and do six hours for two weeks and six hours for another week or something like that, okay, then they're paying you upfront for those six hours, you complete the six hours of work, and then they would do the second installment. But you should always, always, always be getting paid upfront It can happen, you can complete work for a client and they could come back and say, oh, I don't like that, or they could completely ghost you, that definitely happens. So get paid up front, that way you can make sure that your time is secured with that client and you can devote time to them and that way you can avoid maybe some of those hiccups of ghosting you uh, or just not not paying. I mean, I we hope that that doesn't happen, but it can. So that was mistake number one. I, I made that in the beginning and I really wish I wouldn't have done that, but lesson learned and now I always, always, always require my clients to pay upfront. If it is a bigger project, they can do a 50-50 deposit, but definitely, you know, before, if they're doing a 50-50 deposit, you know, they pay 50, 50% of it to secure time on my calendar, and then they pay the final deposit before I hand everything over to them. So again, it's just making sure that I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's to make sure that I am going to be compensated for my services. Mistake number two that I made is that I didn't always have a contract in place for every single client. Again, contracts are not only important for you and protecting you, but also for your client too. And that's how I always word it to my client, that it's protecting them, their intellectual property. It's letting them know that I am agreeing to not taking anything from their business and repurpose it or use it in my business or turn around and sell it as my own. So it's super important there, but I had clients that I didn't put contracts in place for, and I really like having a contract in place because I like having a 
30-day notice for when my clients need to let me know if they're no longer going to continue monthly services with me because then that gives me time to replace that client on my roster. That way it's not two days before the end of the month and you know I have a client who's on a $1,000 retainer and they're telling me two days before they're supposed to pay, hey, I'm no longer gonna work with you, you know, for next month. That puts me in a bind because I was counting on that income coming into my business. So contracts are really important no matter how big or how small that project is that you're doing for that client. Always have a contract in place, have you sign it, have your client sign it before any work begins. That way you can make sure that all those legalities and all those things you wanna make sure you're covered for in your business are covered. That that's what the contract does. It's just a safeguard in place. We hope we never have to pull it out and, and use it really, but it's a really great thing to have in place. And I always, always, always recommend that you have a contract no matter what type of project you're working on or the client. Even if you're like, well, I know them personally, have a contract in place. It protects you. It's good business practice to have that contract in place. The final mistake that I made when I was starting out in my business very early on is that I was undercharging and undervaluing the services that I was providing. I was just trying to meet my income goals and I was really overworking myself and not valuing and charging appropriately to the service that I was providing for my clients. And even some clients that I had that I was working with long-term, I was, in the beginning, I was afraid to raise those rates on those clients. I was thinking, you know, they brought me on at $20 an hour and thinking that I could never increase my rates on them. And I was doing the same amount of work and actually getting paid less because I was learning and growing and adding value to their business and allowing them to spend more time in their business, yet I wasn't charging and valuing myself appropriately. So it took me a while to get comfortable with charging what I felt was appropriate for the services and really not necessarily just charging my worth, but charging what value I brought to that business owner. Because again, I was taking, for for some of my clients, I was taking a huge chunk of work a huge project off their plate and by them not having to do that I, they were able to put more time back into their business to really be that visionary role to really step out and you know acquire new clients or be the face of the brand so i had to learn how to charge what was appropriate for my services and just spoke to the value and the experience that i brought to a business owner especially after i had been working with a business owner for three to six months, really increasing those rates to reflect the experience so that I could provide that great service to them and I could continue to do that and not have to have a ton of different clients that I was working hourly for and feeling like I was working to the bone. So those are those three mistakes that I made. Again, mistakes are just lessons. They are a chance for us to learn and grow. I've learned a lot along the way and I am happy to go before you and to share the mistakes that I made in hopes that you can sidestep those or maybe if you're doing that right now, maybe you can reevaluate what you're doing and make a change. It's never too late to make a change. Even if you are listening to this episode and you're like, oh shoot, I'm doing that right now. 
it's never too late to make that change and to start going forward with a different practice. So if you're not getting paid up front, there's nothing wrong with emailing that client and saying, hey, you know, going forward, I'm going to require all of my clients to pay for the work up front so that I can make sure that I have time secured for you on my calendar. Or if you haven't put a contract in place, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm just going to send over this contract. It's best practice for me and my business, and it's going to protect you and making sure that I am not doing anything funny with your intellectual property. And so there's never, it's not too late to make the change if you are still doing some of these mistakes. If you're just getting started, I'm hoping that this episode helps you as you are navigating your new business and hopefully you can avoid some of the mistakes that I made. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.